0: It's time to take cover, people, and save yourselves with Great Value Home Cover from Supervalue Insurance. You'll get a 15% online discount and shopping vouchers with every policy. That's a great deal for the cover you need anyway. All it takes is one big click or call. Just visit supervalue.ie slash insurance or call 0818 010101 and our team will save the day without the drama. Terms and conditions apply. Vouchers include two 10 euro worth, well, 40 euro spend. Home contents only policies excluded. This home insurance is underwritten by AXA
1: Insurance DAC. Super Value Financial Services DAC trading in Super Value Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.
0: The Jack Benny Program presented by Lucky Strike. Feeling low,
2: feeling tense. These eight words are common sense. Small
3: your level best smoke a lucky to be your level
0: best Your level best That's just how you'll feel when you line up a lucky because lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense. Put you on the right level to feel and do your level best. It's important to know that fine tobacco can do this for you. And L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Mild, ripe, thoroughly enjoyable tobacco. So next time you buy cigarettes, remember, Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense. Put you on the lucky level where you feel your best and do your best. So smoke a Lucky to feel your level best.
4: The Lucky Strike Program, starring Jack Benny with Phil Harris, Rochester's Dennis Day, Don Wilson, and yours truly, Mary Livingston. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, today is my turn to make the opening announcement because Jack still has Don Wilson locked in his den. And he intends to keep him there till Don signs his new contract. As we look in on Jack's home, we find him and Rochester discussing the situation.
0: Boss, I don't like to butt into your affairs, but I think that if you won't let Mr. Wilson go, you ought at least give him a little food. He's lost so much weight, his face is getting awful thin. It is? Yeah, this morning I peeked in at him through the keyhole and saw both his eyes peeking back. (laughs)
5: Look, Rochester, I'll let Mr. Wilson out when he signs the contract and not before.
0: But, boss, he's desperate for food. You know that moose head hanging over the piano?
5: Don't tell me he ate the moose head.
0: No, the piano. What? And with those keys sticking out of his mouth, he looks like Don Amici.
5: (laughs) Rochester, stop making up such silly things. I'll get it. Oh, hello, kids. Hello, Hello, Jack. Hello, Jackson. Well, this is a coincidence, all three of you coming at the same time.
4: Jack, it's no coincidence. We're over here to make a protest. A protest? Yes, just because Don won't sign his contract, you lock him up like a common criminal. It's awful.
5: It's humiliating.
4: It's insulting to his dignity.
5: Oh, it is, eh? What have you got to say about it, Dennis? Nothing. Tenors are a
4: dime a dozen. (laughs)
5: Look, kids, I don't think this is any of your business. I happen to be the boss of my program, and I'll run things the way I want to.
4: Well, we're making it our business.
5: Oh, you are, eh? Let me tell you something. A business is like a ship, and whether it sinks or floats depends upon the captain. And you know what it is when the crew revolts against the captain. Yeah, it's matinee. That's mutiny! (laughs) Matinee. I'm ashamed of all of you, but you the most, Mary. Imagine you being the ringleader after all I've done for you. Took you from nothing. Put you on the radio. And made a big star out of you. Well,
4: some big star. If I didn't double at the Burbank Theater, I'd starve to death. <laughs> the,
5: uh, the Burbank Theater? Gee, ball of fire, Livingston. <laughs>
3: all right, now listen
5: all of you. Now, if my business dealings with Don Wilson don't concern you, the only things you should be interested in are your own contracts. Well, I got a beef on that, Jackson. Look at the way you got me to sign my last contract. What are you talking about? You signed it in five minutes. I know, but look at the way you tortured me. You shoved a billiard ball in my mouth and locked me in a room
0: with a bottle of bourbon. (laughs) Gee, Phil, what did you do? I had to knock out my front teeth.
4: To get the ball
0: out? No, to get the bourbon in. (laughs) Now, look, look, kid.
4: You're
5: better off than I am, Phil. Mr. Benny signed me to the longest-term contract in radio. How long is your contract with Jackson, kid? I don't know, but when I signed it, he slipped a ring on my finger and said, Till death do us part. (laughs) (laughs) Why, you kids should be happy you're working for me. It's something to be proud of.
4: Well, I still think it's humiliating. Particularly that clause you have in my contract saying that if anything terrible happens to my sister, babe, you have the right to use it on your program. Well, Mary... Well, Babe wrote me and said she's fed up with it, all those terrible things you say about her, like she's modeling harnesses, or she was voted Miss Lower Plate Wobbler, a plain floor and dropped a veil of hay. You gotta stop that, Jack.
5: Okay. By the way, how are things going with your sister, Babe?
4: Oh, fine. She meets gorgeous George at the Olympic Wednesday. <laughs> uh, you write that down,
5: Rochester? Got it! Good, <laughs> good, good.
4: Jack, Jack, there's Don rattling at the door. He must be starved. Yeah, Jackson,
5: unlock that door so we can talk to him. I will now.
4: Jack, open that door. We want to talk to Don.
5: Oh, all right. We'll talk to Don. Well, Don, are you going to sign that contract? I won't. I won't. <laughs> Who's that with
0: you? Who are those people?
4: Well, uh, Don, uh, don't you recognize us? I'm Mary, and there's Phil and Dennis.
0: I don't know these people. Get him out of here, Jack. They're just here to torture me. Now, look, Don.
4: Look, Don, I'm your friend, Mary Livingston.
0: Oh, yes, Mary. Mary, please talk to Jack about my contract. Dennis. Dennis. Tell Jack to give me a fair deal. Tell him how lousy he is. Oh, he knows that.
3: <laughs>
0: Quiet, kid. You better sign that contract, Don, so you ain't
5: round and firm anymore. Now, Don, why don't you listen to reason? And then. Who's that? Oh, look out the window, Mr. Benny. It's your quartet.
0: The sportsman? I wonder what they want. Jack, that's the only pleasure I get. They come over every day and serenade me. Raise the window, Jack. Please. Okay. Go ahead, fellas. Sing to me.
3: If you had the wings of an angel Over these prison walls You could fly If you could fly And fly Light up a lucky and write Us John in the sky, up in the sky Oh, we miss you, dear Don, we all miss you And we're hoping that you won't be there long Won't be there long But if Jack keeps you in there forever
6: the words of
0: this song, I'm feeling low. I'm feeling tense. I think eight words are common sense. Smoke a lucky to be your level best. Smoke a lucky, and we assure that you will
6: always be in your very level best, 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 level best.
5: That, that was very nice, boys. Now now close the window. Don, Don, that quartet touched a soft spark in my heart. Now, I'll give you that raise you were holding out for. Now sign the contract and go home.
0: Okay, okay. Give me the pen. I'll sign. I'll sign. There. I did it. I did it. I'm free. I'm free. Do you hear me? Free! Don, look out for the window.
5: Oh, my goodness. He jumped. I'm
3: free! I'm free!
5: It's too, it's too bad he ran away so fast. I was going to give him a new suit and a five (laughs) dollar (laughs) bill. Now look, kids, I hope you all learned something from this. Now that I let Don out, I don't want to have trouble with anyone else. From now on, when we have rehearsals, be on time, pay attention to your job, and take direction from me, and there'll be no trouble.
4: Direction from you?
5: Certainly. I've been in radio for 17 years, and I know how things should be done. That's why I'm so much in demand. In demand, wait a minute, Dad. (laughs) You told me you were going to be on the Ford Theater last Friday night So I tuned in and heard Claudette Colbert and Vincent Price You weren't even on Well, Phil, they begged me, but at the last minute I couldn't make it
4: Begged you? That isn't what Claudette told me
5: Mary, we're not discussing that now
4: What did Claudette tell you, Mary?
5: Mary, if you say one word, I'm leaving the room I don't want to hear this silly talk
4: I don't care, I'm going to tell them
6: All right, then I'm going out (laughs) Come on, Livy. tell us
4: Well, here's what happened Last week, when Jack heard that Claudette Colbert was going to be on the Fourth Theater program, yeah, yeah, he immediately called up Mr. Markle, the director of the show, and tried to get on it too. He couldn't wait to get to the phone and call Mr. Markle. Hello, Kenyon and Eckhart Radio Advertising Agency.
5: Uh, may I speak to Mr. Markle, please?
4: Who's calling?
5: Uh, Jack Benny.
4: What's your Hooper? <laughs>
5: Uh, twenty-eight
4: point nine. Oh, then, Mr. Markle, we'll talk to you.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Oh, hello, Mr. Markle. Yes. Uh, Mr. Markle, uh, this is Jack Benny. Yes, Mr. Benny. What can I do for you? Well, I understand that Claudette Colbert and Vincent Price are appearing on your Ford Theater program. That's right. Well, I thought perhaps. You might like to use me instead of Vincent Price. Mr. Benny, didn't you do
1: uh, personal appearances in Europe last summer?
5: Yes, yes, I did. And uh, you
1: just finished producing a picture called The Lucky Stiff? Uh-huh. And uh, didn't you just sell your program to CBS?
5: Yes, yes, that's right.
1: Well, please let somebody else make
5: a buck, will you?
3: <laughs> Mr. Mark!
5: Mr. Markle, it, it, it's not a question of money. It's a matter of proper casting. Now, does Miss Colbert know that you have Vincent Price? She picked him.
3: Ah. <laughs> well, uh,
5: don't you think it would be better if we... No. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Mr. Markle, if you give me the job, I can save you money. You can? Yes, I can not only act, but I can play in the orchestra. You see, I'm also a violinist. So, you see, by doing two jobs... Two jobs for the same salary, I'll be beating Vincent's price. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey,
5: that was a good one. <laughs> Mr. Marco. Mr. Marco. Just a moment,
1: please. I'm cutting my wrists.
3: <laughs>
5: I'll wait. I mean, wait a minute. Look, at, there's no need. There's no need for bloodshed. Now, Mr. Markle, if you don't mind, I'll call Miss Colbert and take the matter up directly with her. I wish you would. Thank you. Goodbye. Now, well, let's see. I'll look Claudette's number up in the phone book here. Here we are. Caldwell, Cauldron, Colfax, Coldcut.
3: <laughs>
5: I used to go with a girl named Coldcut. <laughs> Blossom Coldcut. Huh? <laughs> Here we are. Colbert. Colbert. Oh, here it is. Claudette Colbert. Crestview 73872. Hello? Hello, I'd like to speak to Claudette Colbert, please.
2: This is Miss Colbert speaking.
5: Oh, hello, Claudette. Uh, guess who this is.
2: Well, really, I haven't the slightest idea.
5: Well, you, you know me very well. Uh, come on, guess.
2: Well, no. Uh,
5: remember a few years ago at Paramount? Who had the dressing room next to yours?
2: Oh, hello, Dorothy.
5: <laughs> Dorothy? Look, this isn't L'Amour. Look, Dorothy's dressing room was on one side of yours. Now, who was on the other side?
2: That was a washroom. <laughs> Only
5: part of it. <laughs> Claudette, Claudette, this is Jack.
2: Oh, Jack! Hello, Jack. Who? Hello.
5: Jack Benny. Benny and Claudette, you'll never guess why I'm calling.
2: You're starting a pyramid club. <laughs>
5: Besides that, look at
3: <laughs>
5: well, one, one of the reasons I called is to tell you that I saw your latest picture, Family Honeymoon, and I thought you were wonderful in it.
2: Oh, thank you.
5: You were really marvelous. I thought your characterization, your sincerity, and your comedy interpretation surpassed anything I've ever seen on the screen.
2: Well, that's awfully sweet of you, Jack. I, I want to congratulate you on... Uh, uh, on, uh, on,
5: uh... On, uh, on what, Claudette?
2: What have you been doing lately? <laughs>
5: lately. I'm with Columbia now.
2: Oh, well, how are things on Broadway at night? (laughs) No, no, no. You're thinking, you're thinking of
5: Eastern Columbia. See, I'm with CBS. Oh. But look, Claudette, here's what I want to talk to you about. You see, Fletcher Markle, the director of the Ford Theater, just called me about the show you're going to do. Called you? Yes. And he suggested that I play the part of your husband in the sketch.
2: But I understood Vincent Price was playing the part.
5: Well, he was scheduled to, but if you want me, all you've got to do is speak up.
3: <laughs>
5: I said all you've got to do is speak up.
2: Claudette. Just call me Johnny Belinda. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, I, I wish you'd think
5: this over because it would really be a wonderful break.
2: Especially for me.
5: Oh, I wouldn't say that. Let's say it'll do us both a lot of good, shall we? <laughs>
2: Would you mind hanging up?
5: Now, wait a minute, Claudette. How about the idea?
2: Honestly, Jack, I have nothing to do with it. Now, look, Claudette,
5: I've got another idea. Why can't I... Will you
2: please deposit five cents for an additional three minutes?
5: Three minutes already? (laughs) Just a second. Would you mind dropping a nickel in, Claudette?
2: (laughs) You called me, remember?
5: Oh, oh, that's right. What am I thinking of? Here, I've got a nickel. There. There. Gee, it doesn't seem like we've been talking for three minutes, does it, Claudette?
2: You ought to be on this end.
5: <laughs> oh, well, to come to the point, when do you start rehearsing for the play?
2: Tonight at my house, but I don't think. Well, you wait,
5: want... uh, tonight. Well, look at at your house. At what time?
2: No, Jack. Eight o'clock. I, I really don't. Think eight, eight o'clock. You want... Well, thanks,
5: Claudette. See you tonight. I'll read the part, and Vincent Price will read the part. And may the best man win. I hope so. I knew you'd be plugging for me. (laughs) Well, goodbye.
2: Goodbye. Oh, by the way,
5: Claudette, shall I come for dinner? Claudette. Claudette. Gee, that second three minutes went fast.
4: no kids after that. You think Jack would have sense enough to stay away, but not little blue eyes. No kidding. No, at eight o'clock sharp, he showed up at Claudette Colbert's house.
5: Gee, Claudette has a nice home. Yes, sir? Uh, Miss Colbert is expecting me for rehearsal. I'm Jack Benny. All right, this way, Mr. Benny. May I take your hat and coat? Here you are. Thank you. Well... The first time I ever saw a hat with a bird nest in it. Gimme that! It came off.
3: Oh.
5: <laughs> They're going to rehearse in the drawing room, Mr. Benny. I'll show you it. Thank you. Mr. Price is already here. Oh, he is. One of those, uh, one of those anxious guys, eh? Well, well, Mr. Vincent Price. I'm Jack Benny, the
6: movie star. How do you do?
5: How do you do, Mr. Price? So the, um, the two rivals meet, eh?
6: Rivals? What do you mean?
5: Well, perhaps I should let Claudette tell you, but it looks like I'm taking your place on the Ford Theater program.
6: That's ridiculous, old boy.
5: Oh, no, it isn't. You see, at rehearsal tonight, you and I are both going to read the part. And, of course, the best man will win.
6: The uh, best man? Yes. Mr. Benny, when only two people are involved in a statement, the comparative is used. You don't say the best man will win, you say the better man will win. Oh. Now, if three or more people are involved, then the word best is the correct adjective. <laughs> I, uh, I see. So before we compete for this, Mr. Benny, it might be well if you first learn to speak English.
5: <laughs> well, for your information, Mr. Price, I went to Waukegan High School for four years and I excelled in English. In fact, I got 99 every single term. Well, ain't that ginger peachy?
3: Now, cut that out!
5: (laughs) I've heard of sore losers in my life, but this guy takes the cake. Now, step right in here, Mr. Markle. Miss Colbert will be with you shortly.
6: Thank you. Oh, hello, Vincent. Fletcher, old boy, how are you?
5: Fine, fine. Hello, Mr. Markle.
6: What are you doing here? Well, I... Just thought I'd drop around and see if that Now, I... listen, Fletcher. I don't know what this is all about, and I demand an explanation. Am I or am I not going to appear opposite Miss Colbert? Of course you are. Then what is this Schlemiel talking about? <laughs> Schlemiel? Yes.
5: S H L E. I know how to spell it. I didn't get 99 in English for nothing. Now, let me tell you something.
2: Everybody. Oh, look,
5: here's Claudette. Oh, hello, Hello, Claudette. Claudette. How are you, darling? Well, everybody's here now.
2: Just set the coffee on the table, Richard. Yes, madam. Coffee, Fletcher? No, thank you. Vincent?
5: Yes, please. I'll uh, I'll have a cup, too. (laughs) Oh,
2: I'm sorry. Here you are, Jack.
5: Thanks. Mmm. Gee, Claudette, this is the better coffee I ever tasted. (laughs) The word is best. There are only two of us drinking it. Make up your mind. For heaven's sake. But well, we're all here, so let's get started with the rehearsal.
2: Richard, uh, you may take the cups away now.
5: But Mr. Benny hasn't finished his coffee yet.
2: Oh. Well, you can take his cup. He's drinking out of a saucer. <laughs>
6: Oh, I'm through now, so let's get going with the contest. I mean the rehearsal. Just one moment. Fletcher, let's get this settled for Mr. Benny's benefit. Is he or is he not replacing me in the play? Certainly not. That's ridiculous. Of course it's ridiculous. I think it's absurd. You stay out of it! <laughs> Just take my saucer like you were told. <laughs> Smart Alec. Now,
1: please, please, let's get on with the rehearsal. Now, Mr. Benny, if you insist on staying, take a chair
5: and be quiet. Yes, sir. Hmm. Oh, Claudette, is it all right if I have some of these walnuts here? Yeah.
2: Certainly. Help yourself.
5: Thanks.
3: you. <laughs>
5: See, mm. they're big one.
1: Now, uh, Claudette, if you and Vincent are ready, please, to begin.
5: Boy, these nuts are good.
1: Claudette, uh, in this play, you're a wealthy society girl who's married to a New York stockbroker. That's you, Vincent. But uh, he doesn't love you, Claudette, and as the French say, it's a marriage of convenience.
5: That was a tough one. (laughs) Mr. Benny, will you please stop eating those nuts? Claudette said I could. Anyway, Mr. Marker, I don't want to sit around here like a bump on a log. If I can't have the lead in the play, isn't there something I can do? All right. It'll make you happy. You can play the part of the butler. Hmm. Butler.
1: Here's your script. Thanks. Now, remember, Claudette, you're the wife. Vincent, you're the husband who doesn't understand her. And Jack... I'm the butler whom Claudette really loves.
5: (laughs) You're the butler, that's all. Don't shout at me, I'm old enough to be your brother (laughs) Heavens to Betsy
1: All right, Claudette Now you start the scene Remember, your husband is two hours late for dinner And you're a nervous wreck I understand Go ahead, you call the butler
2: Yes Oh, Smedley Smedley
5: Yes, madam Smedley, (laughs) yes What is it, madam?
2: Are you sure my husband hasn't phoned?
5: No, madam Shall I serve dinner?
2: No, Stanley, no. I'm much too upset to eat. I've been under such tension all day. I feel so miserable and low.
5: Oh. Feeling low, feeling tense. Jack! These eight words are common sense. Jack! Smoke a lucky. To feel your level better. That's not in the script! Oh. Oh, I'm
1: sorry.
2: Some butler was singing commercials yet.
1: Yeah. Now, Claudette, at this point, the husband enters the room. Go ahead, Vincent, make your entrance. Okay. Uh, Good evening, darling. So sorry I'm
6: late.
2: Oh, Michael, you're always late, and you're always sorry. It's been like this for months. What's come between us? If I only knew, maybe we could work things out.
6: It's nothing, my dear. It's just that I've been so busy lately at the office. Now, let's forget it. Come here and give me a kiss, and perhaps we can... Dinner, sir. Oh, pardon
5: me. I came in too soon. (laughs)
2: just kiss you and forget it, Michael. We must come to some understanding. This can't go on forever.
6: When? Let's be adult about the whole thing, shall we? Every night it's the same argument, this constant nagging, nagging, nagging. I tell you, I've been working at the office.
2: But I phoned your office and they said you left at two this afternoon.
6: Well, I had business at the bank. Do I have to explain my every move to you? Your jealousy is driving me insane. (laughs) This one's got a worm in it.
5: Put her back in the bowl. Can't stop interrupting.
1: Oh, continue, Claudette.
2: Yes, sir. Oh, it's no use, Michael. I know you're lying. Look at you. Everything you say, everything you do, gives you away. We must reach a definite understanding.
6: Dad, you can keep on talking. I'm going to have dinner.
2: But, Michael, I can't go through with another day of this uncertainty. I must know. Do you love
6: me or not? Of course I love you. You're
2: lying, Michael, lying.
6: Very well, then, I'm lying. You might as well know the truth, my dear. I've never loved you, never. Keith. And if you weren't so stupid, you'd have known it long ago.
2: Michael, Michael, what are you saying?
6: I married you for your money, that's all. Everybody else knew it. And if you weren't such a blind little fool, you would have realized it yourself. stop, Michael, stop. Well, Glenn, now that you know how things stand, the sooner you divorce me, the happier I'll be. No, no,
2: I'll never divorce you, Michael, I
6: live without you. I've I've Tears, tears. Oh, stop the dramatics. Yeah, I, I'm moving to my club. Smedley, pack my clothes.
5: I wouldn't touch your dirty clothes.
1: Jack. Continue, Vincent.
6: Well, goodbye, Gwen. I'm going to the club. Our attorneys can get together tomorrow. Don't go, Michael. Please, don't go. Stop hanging on to me. But I won't give you up. I won't. I won't. Stop it, I say. Let go of me. No, no. Then take that. That does it. Striking a woman. Put up your dukes, Mr.
2: Price. What? Come on. Fight. Ooh.
1: Look at Benny. He's out cold.
2: Vincent, you shouldn't have hit him so hard.
6: I didn't hit him. I did, madam. (laughs) Shall I throw some cold water in his face?
2: No, no, we'll just go in the other room and rehearse. Come on, Vincent, and bring the walnut.
0: <laughs> Jack will be back in just a moment, but first...
6: Smoker lucky to be your level best. Smoker lucky to be your level best.
0: You see, Lucky's fine tobacco picks you up when you're low, calms you down when you're tense. It's good to know that fine tobacco can do this for you, and that's why it's so important that you select and smoke the cigarette of fine tobacco Lucky Strike. For as you know, MFT. L-S-M-F-T, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. No wonder more independent tobacco experts, auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen smoke Lucky Strike regularly than the next two leading brands combined. Yes, Luckies are the overwhelming choice of the men who really know tobacco. So when you choose your cigarette, remember that Luckies Fine Tobacco puts you on the right level, the lucky level, where you feel your best and do your best. Feeling low,
6: feeling tense, these eight words are common sense. Smoke a Lucky to be your level best. Smoke a Lucky to be your level best.
5: has a lot of nerve.
2: Oh, Jack! Jack!
5: Oh, hello, Claudette.
2: What are you sitting on the curb for?
5: Oh, it's all your fault. You told Mary what happened at your house the other night, now she's inside telling it to Dennis and Phil. And you know Mary, she'll put in a lot of things that aren't even true.
2: Yeah, yes, I know. Uh, by the way, Jack, how's your nose?
5: Well, it's a little better, but it still hurts. Good night, folks.
2: <laughs>
0: Be sure to tune in to the CBS Sunday lineup, which includes the Prudential Hour, Jack Benny, Amos and Andy, Sam Spade, and Lemon Abner. Don't miss Don Amici in Your Lucky Strike every afternoon. And listen to Dennis Day in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.